If you enjoy this show, you will enjoy the new novel Alice Isn't Dead, a standalone, complete reimagining of this story. It's out now. Find it wherever you encounter books or at aliceisntdead.com. You know what I love more than anything else? Cruise control. I love cruise control more than I love most of my family members. And sorry to all aunts and uncles and cousins, you are great people. But that cramp in your ankle from holding the gas pedal at the angle just so is the devil. And cruise control is the hosts of heaven banishing it away. It is the kind word in a strange country. The rain after a drought. Did that billboard have the word fart on it? I probably misread it. Bleary eyes. Oh, thank God for cruise control. Some of these billboards, it's not even clear what they're supposed to be advertising. One I just passed says, Hungry? Nothing else. All capitals and a question mark. Black text, white background. Is that just advertising the idea of food? The concept of consumption? If so, I'm in. I'm all in, but who paid for that and why, you know? Why, you know? Joseph Fink, performed by Jessica Nicole, produced by Disparition. Part 1, Chapter 5, Signs and Wonders. It's a long way from Florida to Atlanta, and it is a desolate way. The landscape is constructed of billboards. There are no natural features, but the side of the road is a constant chatter, a one-sided conversation. Lots of anti-evolution stuff. All the truck stops being advertised have names like the Jade Palace or the Chinese Fan. Real racist fonts, too. Oh, God, and all of them with pictures of scantily clad women and stuff about massages. Uh, This is the grossest stretch of road I have ever driven. Lord, get me to Atlanta. Been going through your laptop. One of the only things I took with me when I left. That and a stack of books I've long since finished. Is that an invasion of privacy? I don't know. I mean, it's not an invasion of privacy to go through your dead wife's records, right? I mean, that's just being organized. That's doing what needs to be done. But you're not dead. So, now do you have privacy? I don't know. You've made yourself a mystery, and now everything you left is a clue. You're a missing persons case, and everything you ever touched is evidence. Or maybe not. Maybe you're still just a person, and I'm another person snooping through your things. Maybe I can make peace with that, too. I've been thinking about when we used to write emails. 
I mean, before that we wrote letters, but after that we wrote emails. Some of your older ones are long, detailed. Hey, Chanterelle. <laughs> Remember when you called me Chanterelle for an entire summer and we could never figure out where that name came from? Hey, Chanterelle. Just checked in. Sammy and some of the others were going out, but I'm tired. You have to know when to say no, like I always say. Hotel is way better than any place we can afford. I wish you were with me. Luxury vacation, but no, sales conference. Who has a sales conference in a hotel this fancy? Diamond pattern on the duvet is kind of nice. Maybe we should look into that for home. It goes on for paragraphs, entire paragraphs. Our more recent emails are short. They reference texts we made or posts that we both saw. We've scattered our communication out. There's not less of it, but it's more places. Harder to follow from a distance. It's a blur, not a narrative. Hmm, more emails from you. Orlando is hot, though, isn't it, Chipmunk? Right, so this is when you were calling me Chipmunk. Orlando is hot. Seems like it should be obvious, but I never could have predicted the fact of it on my skin. The reality of heat is harder to take than the idea of it. I guess that's anything, really. I guess I'm describing to you absolutely everything that's ever been. I'm going to knock that off and say that the view of the ocean from my room would be beautiful if it existed. I'm looking at a pool that's been drained for some reason. Huge cockroach right in the middle of it. Chipmunk, I live the glamorous life for our family. Don't- Ooh. Okay, no more reading from a laptop while driving. It's just that this drive is so boring. It's tempting to do anything. I once saw another driver. He was leaning back with a guitar in his hands, steering the whole rig with his feet. <laughs> I swear to God, Alice. That billboard is just someone's name. Bernard Hamilton. It looks like the last one, the one that said, Hungry? Black text, white background. Am I supposed to Google the name? I hate viral marketing like that. I'm not gonna do it. The ads on most of these billboards seem ancient. Advertising local events that happened in 2005. Fire sales for stores that have been torn down and buried and covered over in pitch and turf and concrete. A lot of them are just phone numbers and a message letting you know that the billboard is available for rent. That has to be pretty cheap on this stretch, right? I wonder how much it would cost to put up some of my own. Couldn't be any less stupid a way to reach out than my endless transmission to a woman who isn't listening who clearly doesn't even know I'm here. Dig a hole and shout into it. Oh man, I should stop and get some food or some coffee or something. Listen to me. What hour is this? How long has it been? Did that billboard say something about seceding? I swear it did. Time moves, but we stay still. We only like to think that anything has ever changed.
Here's what I found, and now I understand why you were always so resistant to merging our finances. It's been 12 years, I said. We share all our expenses, I said. It will make it way easier if one of us dies, I said. But then neither of us died, did we? Look how wrong I was. So, Alice, payments for years, directly into your savings. Long before I had even a hint that anything was off about us. Big payments. Regular, a salary, one would guess, looking at them. But you had a job. Or I thought you did. Who was paying you a second salary? And for what? I know I said I wouldn't, but more of your emails. Don't worry, I pulled over for this. Ah, Chanterelle, checking into the Hampton Inn. Now this is more my speed. None of that fancy stuff, and they have mediocre coffee for free in the lobby. Conference is tomorrow, so I have a day to explore everything that Simi Valley has to offer. Which is, well, I don't know. It's right outside my hotel door, so I don't have to go far. Already a plus. There's the Reagan Library that I can spend a satisfactory five minutes thinking about never visiting. Lots of hills and rocks that look like the backdrop in an old western, mainly because they were. Found a weirdly good shave ice place, and you know how I like that. That's about it. Love you. <coughs> Love you, Chanterelle. See you home soon. But here's what I'm having trouble with. Okay, here's the question mark in the bullshit. See, there isn't a Hampton Inn in Simi Valley. I mean, that's a little thing, really. That's nothing. Maybe you were staying in a town nearby. Except you said specifically that it was right in Simi Valley. A little thing. But that's not even it. There's another billboard with someone's name on it. Sylvia Parker. Same design as the last one. Looks brand new. Creepy. Who's buying those? Well, they know their audience. A landscape this flat and nothing, this gray and long, any kind of different is something. All right, you've got my curiosity, mystery billboard person. Nothing I can do with it, just drive along thinking on it, but it's there. Good job. I'm wondering why about your ads now. I think driving a road like this makes you ask the question why over and over for all sorts of reasons. Mainly a quiet, despairing why, aimed solely at yourself, unanswerable except by your actions. There's also a billboard that says decadent dogs and has a picture of dogs. I think that one's dog grooming. Decadent dogs. Hmm. That would. That was a goddamn plantation I just passed. That's what that was. That's what that was. A tourist destination. What kind of species are we, though? I looked up historical weather data. That's what you've reduced me to. It was cold in Orlando that weekend. 
weekend you were supposedly there? They had a cold snap. Highs in the low 50s and windy. I guess you thought saying it was hot was a safe assumption. Little lies all through your emails to me. Everything not adding up to everything else, again and again, and all of them small and easy to dismiss on their own. And when you were home, I didn't feel lies from you at all. You were an open, honest presence. I didn't feel secrets. Was I a fool? Maybe, but I don't think so. I think the you on the road wasn't the you that was home. When it was just the two of us at home, and I want you to think about this, Alice. I want you to remember. When it was just the two of us, it wasn't like being alone, but it also wasn't like being with another person. It was something in between. It was all the benefits of being alone with none of the downsides. But those emails. You thought you had good reasons to lie. You weren't sneaking around. You had a purpose. That's why I couldn't feel anything closed off from you when you came home. Where were you going on those trips? Those constant trips you had to take for work, what were you doing out there? And who was paying you a regular secret salary to do it? There have been a few more of those billboards. The ones with names. This one right here says Tracy Drummond. Who are you, Tracy? Are you as lost as Alice? If so, is anyone looking for you? Do you want to be found? All right, all right, you got me. I'm going to Google you. I Googled Tracy Drummond. Her name was in a list with all the other names from the billboards. Found near major highways all over the country. Lives quietly broken under overpasses, on frontage roads, in broad wooded shoulders, lost even in the age of GPS and Siri. Lost forever. Jesus! Ah. Truck just winged its way into my lane, no blinker, no looking, no nothing. Hey, fuck you, buddy! A human bite in the neck or shoulder. Not elegant, like a vampire, not two pinprick holes. Ragged, big bites, spilling blood out until they died. Died alone on the sides of highways, or worse, not alone. The media calls him the hungry man. They know about him. A serial killer. He's a serial killer, and they've been looking for him for almost two decades. He only does it occasionally, only sometimes. Leaves behind, just once in a while, a life torn open with his sharp, yellow teeth. They're victims of the Thistle Man, Alice. Every one of those names, every one of those billboards. I think I see another one. It's a little distance, so it could be... No, it is. White background, black text. Ned Flynn. I don't even need to look it up. I know. Dead somewhere. A big bite out of him. 
The thistle man has left me a trail, has told me who he is. He is the hungry man, and he won't stop eating. He wants me to know. He left me these billboards as a message. Those names. Dots on a map. Last known whereabouts. I'm a dot on a map too, but I haven't stopped moving yet. My last known whereabouts are somewhere behind me. My body just keeps driving. Keeps looking for what isn't there. Hold on. There's another billboard coming up like the others. Can't quite read it yet. Okay, it says... Billboard. Not old and wearing away like most of the ones on this road. Chanterelle, miss you. Go home. Well now. Well, 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 well now. It wasn't the thistle man that left me these billboards, was it? It was someone else. Go home, why? Hmm? Because I'm not safe? You think I'm safe anywhere? You think you can keep me safe? You think safety is an option that's available to me? I haven't been safe since I was born into this country. This angry, seething, stupid could be so much more than it is country. And you're gonna keep me safe? Or because I would get in the way? Or because you don't want me to look for you and I should respect your feelings? And Alice, you're right, I should. But you have to know when to say no, just like you said. Because here's what else I found. I found the source of those payments. Buried deep in a folder on your laptop, past the school essays you wrote saved in file formats that your computer can't read anymore, past the photos from your semester abroad of you smiling drunkenly with the Eiffel Tower as a blur of light in the distance, past the porn and the system files. Oh man, this folder was well hidden, but I found it. Payment information. Paperwork matching each of the mystery deposits in your account. Everything matches, and I still don't understand. Bay and Creek Shipping. The company whose truck I'm sitting in right now, going anywhere good businesses need transportation services. 
You were lying to me. Every convention you ever went to for work, you were somewhere other than the place you told me. And some trucking company, Bay and Creek Shipping, was paying you to do it. What was worth my trust? And what finally was worth the life we had together? Oh man, Alice, I... There's something lying by the side of the road. Under the billboard you left me. A pile of clothes, or... No, that's a human sheep. Oh, I can't be a victim of the thistle man, the, the hungry man. That would be too neat. There's no way he could... Oh, the sheep is moving. It's getting up. Okay, I need to get out of here. I need to start driving. It's standing and I can't do it. I can't drive away. Because here's the gamble I have no choice but to accept. What if it's an innocent person and she needs my help? And I drove away. I'd rather bet wrong one way than the other, I guess. Maybe that makes me a fool after all. The figure's standing. It's turning. I'm staying. It's... It's a teenage girl. I... What is she doing by the side of the highway like this? There are far worse things than men circling these roads. She's coming over to my truck. Hey, are you okay? Hey, Alice Heads, which is a name I just came up with for listeners of Alice Isn't Dead and that I don't think I'll ever use again. Ugh. Anyway, I'm releasing two books this year, which is a weird thing to say, but I've been working on both of these for years and I'm so excited for you to read them. Okay, first on May 11th, 2021, the first 10 years, two sides of the same love story. So there is a love story that happened behind the scenes of Welcome to Night Vale between me, Joseph Fink, and Meg Bashmaner, voice of the Night Vale credits and MC and tour manager for the live Night Vale show. In this memoir, we recount the first 10 years of our relationship, year by year, without consulting each other beforehand. It's a funny and romantic story about how differently we experience and remember our lives. Then, on July 20th, The Halloween Moon, my first ever novel for ages 10 and up. Esther Gold loves Halloween. 
until the year that Halloween night just won't end. Even she doesn't want Halloween to last forever. No matter your age, if you're a fan of Alice Isn't Dead, I think you're going to love this book. Get these books wherever you get your books. And now the answer to our riddle, why did the chicken cross the road? Because she looked one day, and there was a structure there. Imagine a spire, no, higher than that. It had crystalline windows and crystalline walls. It swayed in the wind, the wind sang against it. Imagine a spire, no, higher than that. She was crying before she knew it. Before she knew it, she had one hand over her mouth and one foot in the road. She was standing in its doorway. She had already crossed the road before she had known it. The tower went up and up and up. She went into it and went up and up and up. Imagine a spire. No, higher than that. And that is why the chicken crossed the road. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of Night Vale Presents. Find out more about us and our shows at nightvalepresents.com. of Welcome to Night Vale, Alice Isn't Dead, and within the wires comes a new Audible original, Unlicensed. In the outskirts of Los Angeles, where the cul-de-sacs and strip malls sprawl into the desert, two unlicensed private investigators scrape by on whatever small cases come their way. But when a teenage girl pleads for them to take the strangest case of their career, this unlikely pair, with no resources and no backup, 
will follow a trail of seemingly unconnected cases, which will lead them to a ransom, a murder, a mysterious wellness center, and a conspiracy that might go all the way to the governor. It's important to catch small fires early. They don't stay small for long. Unlicensed. Available now at audible.com slash unlicensed.